Welcome to Psychic Sisters. We are two souls on a mission to demystify what it means to be psychic. I'm Gabrielle and this is my soul sister Cass. And if you're ready to understand what being psychic really means, come join us weekly because psychicness isn't out of this world, it's grounded in ourselves. And honestly, we are so sick of the lies, the misconceptions and the misconstrued nature of what they say it is. So come learn the truth with us and let yourself be psychic. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Psychic Sisters. It is your girl, Cass, here with the beautiful Gabrielle. And today we are going to be talking about why it is harder to read yourself rather than others when it comes to, you know, just psychic and, and any type of energy work. So this is something, a bit of an awareness that Gabrielle and I had last night while sitting down and doing some channeling. I realized just how uncomfortable or, or much I struggle really tapping into my own guidance at times. So we really just wanted to share, I guess, an insight into that conversation. Yeah. And this is something that I said to Cass last night is I hear it all the time from my students going, oh, like I'd much rather read for you or for someone else in the reading group. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't want to hear the next actionable steps in order to be what most people deem to be the highest version of ourselves because so many coaches go, I'm going to help you listen to your intuition so you can be your highest self. Mm. But all they're doing is helping you come back to trusting yourself. Yeah, and that's honestly all that being psychic really is and really reading psychically for yourself is learning to trust that inner guidance. Uh, so uh, I know that part of the reason why I was sort of having this awareness last night was because I was, again sitting in that sort of channeling state, trying to receive guidance and just getting the same thing over and over again that I feel like I've been receiving for months. Yeah, and um, what I say about this is that we will get the same messages. It's like when we pull the same Oracle card or same tarot card mm. on repeat mm. until we actually action the step, until we actually take action on our messages. Do we like pass go collect $200, right? We have to actually complete the Monopoly board in order to receive the $200, right? The next message. Yeah, that is so true. And I think as well, like I know one of the things that I'm always really stressing to my clients, whether it's doing psychic readings or just learning to, you know, be intuitive. It's just that this whole process is about learning to trust yourself. Mm. I know in the last episode we were talking about how, you know, people go to psychics because, you know, they, they want that guidance, but you're never going to hear anything. We'll very rarely hear anything from a psychic that you don't already know. And really all that we're doing is going to another person for validation, which is why I think a lot of people struggle to read from for themselves because they can't get that external validation that is so ingrained to us within our society. Yeah, and I think if we can't learn to validate ourselves even without the psychic stuff, we'll never be who we want to be because we're always looking for validation from others. Yeah, that's it. And I think as well, like just being mindful of the fact that it's oh, like there are going to be times maybe when you are doubting yourself, but the more that you can, it's like a muscle that like the more that you can just really work at this. And, and I always say to my clients, like 
Let's just start by getting you to do something, you know, really small to really hold you accountable to making some type of commitment to yourself. Because if you turn around and say, cool, I'm going to do readings for myself and I'm going to believe every single word that my guides say me, but you keep waking up every morning saying that you're, you know, going to meditate or go to the gym and you never do, then you're not instilling trust in yourself. Yeah. And I think if we take that to a whole nother level, it's like, the reason it's called psychic development Mm. is you have to develop your psychicness, right? Yeah. You actually have to sit down and go, okay, like there are foundational concepts you have to know to be psychic. Like I say to people all the time, like tarot is like going to university to learn a subject. Mm. So is human design. So is being psychic. So is going into the Akashic records. So is mediumship. You have to kind of learn to play mediumship chess. Okay, that's what I call it to my clients when I teach them. Okay, so who steps in on the left is female. Who steps in on the right is male, right? There's like a whole perception of how you play the game. And psychic development is teaching you the perceptions to play that game. So it's not as easy as just sitting down and meditating daily. You need to learn psychometry. You need to learn to look at after look and look after your chakras and your Mm. vibration and you need to learn to create space and energetic space and have a cleansed space to actually do any of this work right yeah i i the one thing that just sort of came to me visually there was just like how i always say to my clients you know if you have a chaotic mind then you know you're going to have a chaotic house that's that's one of the big things that i really try and emphasize to people it's like if you feel like your life is chaotic like externally then the first place to really address is internally I feel like you kind of went through that process recently (laughs) yeah that's always my life I have a really big struggle when anything externally is messy yeah because it makes me think yeah (laughs) beautiful physical manifestation of our internal world yeah So I think as well, like we really just want to talk about how important it is that you are psychic for yourself. And I think a lot of people get so excited about becoming psychic or stepping into their psychicness and they're like, cool, so I'm just going to go around and I'm going to read all my friends and I'm going to like tap into like, uh, you know, spirit and I'm going to do mediumship and I'm going to do all this exciting stuff that they really forget that you get to just receive your own guidance and, you know, be your own psychic. You don't have to do that just for external validation. Yeah. And I think this is a huge concept. I butt my head across a lot of times, especially when people want to jump into my become a healer course. I'm like, for the next six months, we're doing this for fun. Mm. Because if you're in this place of, I need to hurry up and I need to learn because I'm inadequate and I'm not good enough, your vibration's never going to be at a place mm. to actually read someone else, let alone yourself. Yeah. Because I think we live in this world where everything's certified, right? Like, I just want to be a certified healer. I just want to help people. Not realizing the reason you want to help people is to learn to help yourself because everything on the external is a mirror to the internal. Mm. And I butt my head against this on a daily and I'm really blessed that when I was becoming psychic and going to classes and connecting with like Susie and like all of my teachers, I never ever thought I would do this as a profession. Like I lull at myself on a daily basis that like, the version of me who had a corporate job sat in a chair and was like, that's my rest of my life. Right. And look at you now. And if I think I ever went into it with the concept of this is going to be my future, 
I would have been so stressed out that it never would have worked. Mm. I think one visual that I just received then was like the hermit card in tarot. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to do the healing on yourself before you can go out and heal others. And I just think that's a great you know representation just for you know you have to be a psychic for yourself and receive that guidance before you can then do that for others as well i think beautiful yeah and i talk to a lot of my clients who are like it's so much easier to do it for other people and i come back to the practice that my clients have to do this for themselves before i let them do it for anyone else because otherwise you're just calling in people with the same problems as you Mm. just so your guides can tell you your exact problems So then you're mirroring the same as your clients instead of actually doing the healing work. Like, we're not here to be healers. We're here to be human. Yeah, I just... I love when I'm doing readings for people and I'm like, oh, this is the exact same thing that my guides have been telling me. I can see why you've just been, you know, entered into my orbit of reality. Yeah, and that's like one of the best things about being psychic and doing readings is that we get to re-see our life through a different lens, right? Because yeah. everything that comes in intuitively through our energetic channel that runs from the heavens down to Mother Gaia comes through our human filter. Like it's coming in through the words we use or the actions we make or the hand gestures. Mm. Like the message comes from us. Yeah. Like it's not coming from some 5D galactic sense. It's coming from like into a channel, being fed through a human suit, up through that same human body's dilation out through that mouth. Yeah. So we have to remember that all messages that come through are coming through that human's lens of how they perceive life. And this is why it's so important we start to do this work for ourselves. So we're really seeing it through our own perceptions, our own reality. So the messages aren't not accurate for us because we can truly understand it because it's embodied in us. And then we need to take that embodied action. Mm, yeah not quite sure where that came from no that's i love it this is why i love this podcast this opportunity to sit down because we're going to go on little rants when things come to us and it's beautiful i think like while you were sort of saying that i was just having some awarenesses myself and i just think that i'm very passionate about helping people to trust themselves not just from a psychic lens but just life in general and i think that for me obviously tarot is a huge aspect of my own life and my own business and that that's what i always basically teach people it's like cool here's the definitions for tarot but honestly when you sit down and do a reading for someone just throw it all out the window and learn to trust yourself and I think that's really what any type of um you know psychic reading really is it's just that learning to listen to that guidance that is coming through and filtering not even filtering it but just letting it flow out of you yeah 100 percent, and it's in the flow state right Mm. being a true like intuitive is like learning that flow and that's why we're in the age of aquarius but also in the feminine energy place because we're learning to flow we're learning to feel we're learning to move energy to create such a vivid construct of what it's like to just be free-flowing yeah i just really wanted to talk about um because i know you've mentioned a little bit now the age of aquarius yeah because i know it's something that i've spoken about i'm just trying to remember if it was on this podcast or just on my own podcast but you know, if you're sort of listening to this, we've referenced referenced it a couple of times now, but, you know, the age of Aquarius really is on a very global scale, really inviting us to step into this more, you know, mystical psychic space, but also allowing us to be, I don't know, a lot more open to uh, 
another world. Like that's how I, that, that's one part of it. There's so much more to it. But did you want to sort of elaborate on a little bit more? Yeah. So I think there's two ways we can view the world through energy or through astrology. And yeah. I think it's really important to understand that there are so many different modalities in which we view the world through. And it's really important to know that they are all energy at the end of the day. But the age of Aquarius for me through a psychic lens and what I've really channeled and something that really stood out to me when we kind of moved into the age of Aquarius is my guide said to me, welcome to the time where water flows, where feeling and thought is free to go, where we get to be whatever we want where the judgment is free to free our thoughts. And I thought that was so beautiful and just such a great representation of where we get to move through. And this is why psychicness and astrology and human design and tarot and all of these different modalities, including like acupuncture. If you look at acupuncture, Mm. it's all just about the chakra system and kinesiology are all rising right now because they're energetic modalities in order to help rid us from the densities that we've lived through in all other ages. We're at the time of a deep purification to allow ourselves to be a lighter embodiment of what we are. Mm, yeah I love that I mean I obviously come at this from like an obviously astrological sense because that's you know one of my big passions and as we come out of that 2000 year um, cycle the Piscean or or Pisces cycle which was you know heavily dependent on religion we basically are now moving into this more uh, because Aquarius is an air sign this really is more just about our the, the the mind and the the beliefs within within that um sort of realm which is why i think a lot of people are really becoming a lot more self-aware mm-hmm. and on a technological basis our reality or our society is going to shift a lot too off topic here but this is brilliant i just i you know i love talking about this stuff yeah no i'm with you um but when we loop back what are we looping back to <laughs> well i think that <laughs> My, no, I'll talk on this because obviously a lot of people are getting into this psychic space mm-hmm. since the age of Aquarius. So just so you, if you, unless, in case you're not aware, the age of Aquarius started on December 20th of 2020, sorry, December 21st of 2020. That was at the Jupiter and Saturn great conjunction. I'm sure you guys would have heard a lot of the hype around that time. And I was like, oh, Jupiter and Saturn are like going to be looking super pretty in the sky. But that was just like one very small component of an incredibly huge astrological event that if you take a second to look at your life since 20 December 2020, just see how much has changed. I know on a global scale, so much has shifted in that like almost 18 months but look at your own personal life like how have your beliefs maybe changed or how has your reality or life just changed as a whole and you know are you feeling more into this spiritual space since then because that is a huge component of it as well as well yeah and I think the one thing that we all need to remember is and this is a big thing for me and what my guides talk to me about regularly is like this is a 200 year age like not my generation, mm-hmm. not my children's generation, but their children and the ones who are going to leave this cycle with the impact 
yeah. of the age of Aquarius. Yeah. So everyone's talking about like everything's changing so rapidly and dramatically. It is. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, life is so different than it was two years ago. Yeah. But imagine what it'll be like in 197 years. This is a biblical time in our society. So if you guys aren't aware, like I said, on an astrological sense, where this is the actual age of Aquarius itself has a huge because again if you go into astrology there's so many different cycles we're actually entering a 2000 year Aquarius cycle but then there's like smaller cycles within that but the Piscean cycle that we just came out of was when Jesus was here so I always like to just emphasize the fact that everything that is happening within our society, everything that you are experiencing is validated because of the point that basically we are experiencing a huge huge biblical shift within our entire society and reality mm. don't really know what to say to that <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's a very very powerful time i always think to myself um and i've actually said this to you know my parents who aren't super spiritual but obviously are just getting on board because of my own journey and i'm like oh my god sometimes i wonder like why the hell did i choose to incarnate at this point in time and my mom is just like well because you're here to like help everyone through this because it is such an insane moment in our collective history mm. yeah like even to think about it like two years ago we had to go to work every day yeah what a time that was that was a time and like i do you know what i couldn't even imagine it no <laughs> gosh no i think uh my life as a bank manager prior to really going through my awakening if i had been told that i'd be doing something like this two years ago i would be speechless mm -hmm. yeah for me it would have been three years ago and i was a graphic designer no i was actually a pt back then yeah what a different three years makes and, and that's it and again it's not just because of the age of aquarius but there's just so much shifting and, and i'm sure if you're listening to this potentially you are feeling the call to change your job or change your life in some way. Like I'm also a huge believer. I know that within the next 10 years, like I will be living on some type of like community because to me, that's a really Aquarian type of energy because Aquarius is also the sign of humanitarianism and friendship. And, you know, I think that there's going to be more desire as a collective for us to be embracing that. And I think that's why so many of us are feeling the urge to step into something that feels more in alignment. Would you not agree? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think so many of us and even workplaces and what people are putting up with right now mm. is about that. Like so many people are leaving their jobs because they feel like the workplace isn't a supportive environment. That's why we're going through the great resignation, right? Mm, the great resignation. It mm -hmm. has been a interesting time to witness from the outside. Yes. <laughs> so let's circle back after that beautiful, like breakaway talking about age aquarius which we both love to talk about but you know obviously the, the whole point of us sitting down here today was really just to talk about how we need to trust ourselves yeah because it's so easy to trust what other people say over ourselves and at the end of the day you can sit there and talk to your guides but unless you take action it is a waste of time yeah I think back to some of the best advice or not even advice guidance I've received from my guides. It's been like really simple shit. 
Like, I think that's another thing as well. Like, people are kind of sitting down to, to connect to spirit, to connect to their guides, thinking, all right, so my guide, um, they're going to give me all of my life's answers today. And then life is just going to be so fucking easy after this. And that's just not the case. Yeah, and I think expanding on that, it's like we, we feel that when we become psychic, all of the sadness or all of the world's problems fade away Mm. the truth is they don't fade away you just see them from a different perspective that's outside of yourself so it doesn't feel so personal or like bashful to you because you're seeing it from a greater perspective of the world and that's like the truest gift of being psychic is the fact that instead of sitting here looking through your eyes you can zoom out see a bigger perspective and go it's really not happening to me it's happening for me yeah that's i mean goosebumps powerful it's so true and i think this is why again we struggle to be doing this for ourselves because we do start to zoom out and we have this deep desire to help other people so i think anyone that's in this space you know your soul came here to help in the great awakening to help people you know heal through this uh exceptional time within our you know collective society so we so often prefer to not well hmm, ignore (laughs) our own um crap thinking that no 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 like i didn't come here for me i came here for them but we came here for us Mm -hmm. to heal ourselves and be on our own healing journey so we can take others along with us the hermit card people yeah and it's like so many people come to me all the time and be like i want to be a healer but i don't feel healed enough and i was like great so you're starting your journey with yourself the way that it was really meant to be is to come home trust your messages trust your guidance and when you feel fully set and secure in yourself and your team and where you position yourself in society and life at large you get to spread those messages yeah, I think, I think, again, it's just like the more that we can come home to the fact that our guides aren't here to change our lives, to give us, you know, all of the answers to everything. Yeah, or to fix our problems. Or to fix our problems, 100%. When we make the problems, so we fix them. <laughs> and I think, again, this is sort of my perception, but when we when we are sort of connecting with our guides for ourselves, like they're sassy you know and i think that they're they can become agitated because we keep asking the same questions hoping that there will be a different answer yeah and i think it's mm, yeah my guides so what is the purpose of me running this business has repeated on the point question for the past two years to allow yourself to see a different perspective okay wonderful what do you mean by that to allow yourself to see a different perspective then the conversation continues what do you mean by that to see a different perspective and we shall continue for the next two years i finally got some clarity but like it took two years but something that just sort of came into came to me as well it's just like the fact that you know like, yes our guides know where we're headed and they do in a sense have all the answers for us but we aren't always going to be ready to receive that yeah and i think that's a huge thing like we talk about quantum leaping or quantum jumping or Mm. whatever i'm not saying they're invalid concepts i'm just saying that 
sometimes we're not ready to jump shit. Like, yeah. sometimes we have to learn to deal with our shit and be in our shit in order to see our shit so we don't do the same shit again. Yes. I think that this is, again, why so many people struggle to really sit and actually connect with their guides and, you know, trust what they're getting through because they've just been hearing the same shit. Like, I connected with my guides last night. I honestly received, like, one bit of new guidance because I really haven't actioned any of the other stuff. Um, and I'm like, well, I'd rather just go out and <laughs> do some readings for, for clients or, or other people because, you know, at least you guys are going to maybe be, quote, unquote, a little bit more helpful. Yeah, and I think a lot of, like, when you really sit down with your guides on a continuous daily basis, sometimes the answer is maybe just sit down some more. Like, mm. sit down with yourself. Like, it's not always spiritual. Like, sometimes it's just human. Like, your nervous system is fried. No wonder you're not getting messages. No wonder you're not sleeping. No wonder you're not doing this. Sometimes it's we actually fix our life problems to become psychic. Yes, I think I just had the awareness as well. It's just like, let's just rehash the fact. I think we mentioned this in the last episode about how, you know, being psychic, yes, it's not just about reading for other people. This is about yourself. You know, for me this morning, I was feeling really tired. So I literally connected in with my guides. And I know you do this for sleep where I'm just like, oh, I'm so exhausted. Can you just like, give me a little bit of energy, you know, just like help just like refresh my energetic body right now so I can sort of get into this work. And I think, again, we think that being psychic and doing this energy work is just about receiving the messages and helping other people. We completely forget about how powerful this practice, which is what it is, a practice, can be for ourselves. Yeah, and we can't just spiritually bypass our own problems and think healing other people will heal us. That's Mm. not how it works. We get to heal us and in our learning journey, take others on that journey with us. Yeah, because the the more that we go through or you go through this journey to tap into your intuition, to become psychic, to do the healing, that causes a ripple effect within your own life. I know for all of the people that I've worked with, that I've taken them through their spiritual awakenings and tapped them into their, you know, intuitive gifts and their psychicness, they always come to me. They're like, oh, you know, my, my family is so much more um, open to this stuff. And, you know, I helped my sister today through like a really chaotic moment. Like we forget that we need to look at ourselves first because we actually have the most influence on people when we're in our truest and most just like energized and like powerful form. Yeah, and just to revert to what I was saying, but on yours, if we're not in a place of being healed, right, we just manifest people at the same vibration. Mm. So you're calling in people, saying you're doing the healing work, but you're just you're just covering it with a band-aid. And I yeah. think this is where the perception of spirituality gets murky because I do feel, and this is like a dig at my own job is that, and my own career field is that there are so many people trapped in the cycle of I quit my job and now I just need money, right? Mm. Instead of actually doing the work, instead of actually feeling connected and staying high vibe. Yeah, a question, yeah, questioning yourself. Like again, if you are in this space or want to get into the space of, you know, reading for other people, like, don't just make it about money because we have had these gifts for our for all of our lifetimes, you know? And this is not something that we should just be doing to monetize it. This is a sacred, you know, rite of passage, yes, 
because we are all innately psychic. We are all innately intuitive. And when we are coming at it from a space of scarcity, that is going to also ripple out into all the areas of our life. And you're only going to attract people who probably aren't going to take your advice. And for me, that's not fulfilling. Like I want to do a reading for someone who is going to embody what I have to say. And so I know that I need to embody what I receive as well Mm. to call that in. Yeah. And it's like at the truest extent of what we do is like, I just wake up every day, look after my energetic vibration and then puddle off into whatever my calendar tells me to do. And then I come home, Mm. even though I work from home. Mm. (laughs) And then I fix my own energetic vibration, make sure that everything I said was kind of in alignment and Mm -hmm. go to sleep and then wake up and fix my energy vibration so I can continue to do the work that I do. My life doesn't revolve around my clients, but my own energy being psychic is a continuous concern. about what you allow your energy to be near. Yeah, that's so true. And I think just talking on that, there is this misunderstanding that being in this work, you have to give all of yourself to people. That when you are doing readings for people, you know, I I always say to people like my clients, when they start to get into doing their own readings, that you need to... Uh, work out what your energetic boundary is for the day. Like Mm -hmm. how many readings can you be doing for people before Mm -hmm. you burn out? So true. And I think just one more thing is like, so many people call this a gift, right? If it was a real gift, we would all be born with it. Just like our five fingers on each hand. (laughs) That was a bit concerning. And five toes, right? That's a a gift. Like like the gift that my body works. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to know how much money I've spent on my classes where I sat there Mm. and did psyche activations for, but it's not a gift. It doesn't have to be something for free. And I think that was really the misconception in the past ages that as a mystic, Mm. we are just here to speak what flows through us. Just like if it was an energetic mist, we're just here to speak that into an actionable step to help people align to their own mist inside of their own body. I really struggled to make that one. Yeah, that, but I, I, I saw you flow. It's okay. I think that's why, you know, Gabrielle and I are obviously so passionate about helping other people really step into this space because we see that there's so much power that comes from really owning something that for many, many lifetimes, I know, you know, I do or or feel into, you know, my witch energy a lot. I've been burnt alive and killed and I've experienced past life, um, you know, regressions of that. And I think that I don't take this lightly within this lifetime, my ability to do this safely. And so I think that if you are feeling scared or that you only want to do this for other people that that's not the case that this really is for you first and foremost yeah and it doesn't have to be a journey of like mine where i've been studying i studied for like five years Mm. like if you choose to embody your intuition i have clients who can do it in two weeks to connect with their guides like yeah it's not a slow process like what it used to be in the piscean age Things that happen quickly. Yeah, we did it. That's it. I I think, you know, Gabrielle and I both work with clients who can do it really quickly. 
you know, I think everyone is at a different stage. And also, again, it, it has nothing to do with us. This is about your own journey. So we could work with someone for six months who, who on a, you know, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual space, they're not actually ready to be connected to their guides. You know, their journey with us could potentially have been something completely different. But again, then you have someone else walk through the door and it's just like, bam, straight away. Yeah. And a lot of that does come back to the human shadow work of like, am I worthy to feel guided? Am I worthy to feel connected? Am I worthy to see a bigger purpose and picture to my life to see it not happening to me, but happening for me? That's where the shadow work comes in. We have to feel like we are worthy of this lifetime yeah yeah and trust like every time all my guides were saying to me as as gabby was saying that was just trust 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 we have to trust ourselves this is why one of the big yeah one of the big components i you know take my clients through because i do a lot of you know for me and i think we said this in the last episode i do a lot of this mind and and mindset kind of work to begin with whereas gabrielle's very big on the you know emotional side and it's like we need to instill this trust in ourselves. Again, this is what taking us back to the beginning of this episode. This is why we don't want to read for ourselves because we have ingrained in us that there is so much distrust. Like, babe, take a second to think about things that you've said to yourself today. Look at your to-do list. How many things have you said that you're going to get done today that you haven't? You have just subconsciously programmed or reprogrammed yourself not to believe you so why would you listen to your guides when they start giving you guidance like this is where i get so like riled up like you are not going to trust the quote-unquote both voices in your head if you are not instilling trust in other areas of your life because you can't validate that this is why we love reading for other people because they can oh yeah yeah that totally resonates oh yeah that totally happened and you're like fuck yeah this feels so good but you aren't giving that to yourself yeah 100 percent. like we have to do these practices for us Mm. we have to become a healer to heal ourselves we have to look after ourselves before we ever step foot in trying to help someone else on their journey that's Mm. the rite of passage yeah i love it yeah absolutely do you have any more to add no but i would really like to talk next week's episode on what it actually feels like to speak with your intuition oh yes i love that yeah cool we're so gonna add that to the list of we're gonna add that to our shared google note <laughs> absolutely apple note apple note yeah and Perfect. we'll see you guys next week thank you guys bye We just want to remind you guys that we are running a giveaway right now. So if you are listening to this before the 30th of June, 2022, take a screenshot right now to show that you are listening to this episode, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag. I am Gabrielle Bentley inspired by Cass and psychic sisters dot podcast tag us all in that. And you go in the drawer to win a past life reading with Gabrielle and an intuitive healing session with Cass, which is valued at over $200. One lucky winner will be getting to spend one juicy hour with each of us. So do that, get in the drawer and you can enter as many times as you like. Good luck, babes. And we will catch you in the next episode.